the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings and investments in your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively, invest conservatively. That's the key to building wealth over the long term. And save aggressively, invest conservatively. In these very difficult times, it's more important than ever to invest conservatively. And so we'll be discussing that on the show uh, we're going to, uh, talking about what's happening in the world today, uh, how to protect your retirement, how to deal with the situation, the latest developments on the coronavirus. Uh, we're here to help you help you uh, build up wealth and understand the world today. You can listen live anywhere in the world by going to uh, Googling in 1070 KNTH, go to the website, hit, hit the Listen Live button, and catch us anywhere. Uh, generally, by about Monday or so, we, we you can also pull up the podcast of the show at the website uh, on 1070KNTH. So there's a lot of ways to participate. Uh, also, we just sent out our most recent Max Out Savings Report on Friday uh, morning. If you didn't get a copy of it, or if you, check your junk mail or uh, just request another free copy. We write a lot about what we're talking about in, in the report. It's all to keep you updated. We're sending out a lot more reports now to keep you up to date with the fast-changing you know, fast world. And, and, and so... Uh, Anyway, 
you know, where to start? We continue to be uh, dealing with just a lot of things, a lot of political turmoil. Uh, We've got the presidential elections coming up. It looks like uh, the, you know, it's going to be between Biden and Bernie Sanders. Well, I'm still not convinced. Uh, I I still think something happens at the convention. And and so that's kind of been my feeling all along. And, And I'm still not convinced Hillary or Michelle are out of it. And so we'll see what happens there. But the big story, really, and the concern for a lot of people is, is the coronavirus, your retirement, and what are the effects on it? And, and, and a couple things I, I think we really need to sit and take a look at is, and, and understand in, in this world, and, and one of them is really that if, if you look at it is, where is it? you know, one of the problems, typically when you're dealing with these type of situations, it's kind of a matter of, well, you know, hey, uh, we're down 20% or whatever in the markets, maybe you buy. The, the problem with this market is the most amazing thing, up until basically two weeks ago, uh, the week before it was at an all-time high. So basically two weeks and a day or two before then, it was at an all-time record high. It, and, and we talked a lot about this on the show, and we really said we really had a lot of concerns about this. We, we, you know, we warned you about this market. It kept going up. Uh, it really started taking off and looked like it was going to go down. And then uh, uh, Federal Reserve Chairman uh, uh, Powell came out and, and cut rates and engaged in not QE, QE, uh, you know, which, which basically let the, the Wall Street banks panic him into, into cutting rates. And the economy was actually doing pretty good. And so we we're cutting rates into a record high stock market. Uh, and we warned you that this was trouble, and uh, and it pushed the stock market very similar to 1999, remarkably similar. You know, people forget 1999. You know, starting in uh, uh, September, October that year, the, the Federal Reserve, Alan Greenspan. Remember, remember, all the computers were going to fail. The computers are all going to fail on uh, on January 1st, 2000, because they weren't set up, and so. The Fed flooded the system with money to make sure there was no problems. They pumped in huge amounts of cash into the system at the bank level and everything. It really pushed the market up. Very similar, end of February, March, and then it started falling apart and went straight down. This time, same thing. We had a kind of a really pretty hot market. The Fed, the Fed was you know buffaloed by Wall Street into into cutting rates and and engaged in non non QE QE. At the banks, for some unknown reason, in, in with the uh, the reverse the repo market, it, and so it pushed the stock market up to record highs. And so here we are, same thing. Uh, a, a central bank flooding the system with money when the when the economy's really actually pretty good. You got a red hot tech sector, hottest since 1999, and it falls apart. Uh, the, you know, the one thing is. This difference is is the COVID virus, and and, and I, I think that's a game changer. Uh, if you've been listening to this show for the last uh, number of couple of years, we've been very cautious. Uh, over the last two months, we've been talking about the COVID virus. I went and looked at my Twitter feed. I Twitter once in a while, rarely, but uh, and and I started in uh, I, I I I tweeted back in this in in uh, January thirty first that look. 80% of China's production or their production is shut down. You haven't seen that since World War II. I mean, pointing out, look, these are very, the gravity of the situation with the coronavirus is very big. That was well over a month ago. And we've been talking about the virus and talking about it. And interestingly, the market kept going up. And I'm kind of like, hmm, uh, you know, uh, but uh, we, and we continued to talk about it. And we said, really, it's going to take like a, a, a major effort uh, to sit there and, and halt the virus, and and so we've been we've been I think we've been reasonably on top of this, trying to keep keep you informed. I, look, I think this is really a threat to your retirement, and this is why we talk about this. I mean, it, it's really kind of not a lot of fun to discuss this type of stuff, but 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 I think it needs to be done just to sit there so you can understand where we're at. And, and so back back in in February 10th I said to understand that the three week corona shutdown for the economy no need to go back to world war 2 we said watch the diamond princess ship in japan it's a, it'll give you a good idea uh, about the coronavirus and that really was not that good and then we also had another one in there 
uh, on the 31st, uh, rally opportunity to protect your retirement portfolio, coronavirus shutting down factories in, in China for how long? That was a month ago we said that. And if you listen to the mainstream media and the pundits and all these these advisors and money managers, they said it was going to be reopened within a week and there was nothing 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 to see here. And then January 31st, this was uh, well over a month ago. This was in January. Uh, copper down 13 days in a row, 12.8%, telegraphing Wuhan virus, China in trouble. And so the whole time uh, on Wall Street, in, 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 in mainstream media, you were being told there was nothing wrong. We've been saying, look, there's a problem here. We've, you have to protect yourself. You've got to protect your retirement. And, 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 and even this week, I was amazed at the, at, at the pundits earlier in the week coming out with these, with these ideas that, hey, this is a buying opportunity and, you know, you need to get this, buy the dip. I'm like, what, what are these people uh, on Wednesday had had a big rally and they're like, you need to be buying right here. And then it plunged back down to the lows again. And, and so I think they're, they're doing, I, they don't understand there's too many people that, that we've had a long run bull market in stocks, and they just have been trained to buy every dip, particularly in the tech sector. They've been buying every dip. This is over. I think the, the coronavirus is, is is going to – a couple things. It's going to close, cause a global economic slowdown. It's going to cause a recession in Europe and China. Likely, it's going to cause a recession. I think we're now going to have a recession in the United States. It's very difficult to see how it's going to be avoided in here. The question is just how long. And so, so this is what we're dealing with, and and we we we've had I write about this in the Max Out Savings Report. We've had people been pouring money into ETFs. Sixty percent of all the money is going to, particularly into indexing. Sixty percent now, and and so what we're seeing is there's a fad in indexing, just like there was a fad in technology stocks in '99, and there was a fad in 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 technology stocks. Now there's the fad is everybody's investing in the S and P 500, which is 500 stocks put together in a portfolio by S&P company. And it's been a self-fulfilling prophecy because everybody's buying the same thing. I mean, if I come up with 500 stocks and I can convince everybody in the country or at least 50% of the people to, to buy those stocks, they're going to go up no matter how bad they are. And they don't do a bad job, but understand the era of indexing is dead. Interest rates are, are, are down uh, uh, record lows in the 10-year. They're talking about interest rates going to zero, the Japanese Japanese Japanization, Japanization of Japanization of the United States. And you go, well, what does that mean? Well, a couple things. They have had negative interest rates since the 1990s. Their stock market finally hit new highs from the 1990s. It only recently matched. They've gone nowhere for 20, over 20 years. Uh, the European for the last, Europeans, their bank stocks have gone nowhere for the last decade. The, the Japanese bank stocks have gone nowhere for 25 years. Once you go to negative interest rates, the banks can't make any money, and your whole economy starts slowing down. So the era of indexing, I believe, is over. I, I think this is a long-term process. This is just isn't the COVID virus. It's very high levels of debt, uh, record high levels of corporate debt. The financialization in the United States has, has run its peak, and, and so what we're really looking at here is is really what, what's going on, and, and things are fundamentally changing. And, and, and so indexing is over. You have to have risk plans in place. You have to have be a stock picker, understand different areas that, that things happen. And so if you look at, like, for instance, this week in the markets, uh, I'll tell you what, we're up here about ready to take a break, but if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call. Uh, I'd like to talk to you, answer your questions about the market, about your IRA rollover, questions about IRAs, uh, retirement. What do you think? I'm happy to answer the questions. Uh, 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. But by the way, if you haven't had a chance, we'll write a lot about this. We just sent our newest report on the Max Out Savings. We're keeping people informed on this. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for the free report, completely free. We want to help you out.
Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulic-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, in your retirement. If you got any questions or comments, this is a live show on Saturday. On Sunday, we replay at 3 o'clock, but now it's live. You can get in 713-339-1070. Now, the coronavirus. Look, this is what's pushing down the market. I think we probably would have had a correction from higher levels, but clearly – this corona, the coronavirus is a game changer. It, and what we're looking at is a virus that's completely unpredictable. And, and, and the problem we run into is it, 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 its mortality rate is, is materially higher, somewhere between 5 and 10 to 15 times uh, higher than the flu. But it's also, it, ha, it, it, seems to, it seems to be more contagious than the flu. It's called an r naught factor. And the R naught factor, I've seen anywhere from two point four to um, to, to three point four in there. Uh, the flu is typically about one point eight, which that's just how many people can catch it. So it, 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 this is why so many people are catching it in the cruise ships, and that makes it a very dangerous virus. Uh, just today, uh, I know this guy uh, Zigarelli at uh, Niccolo Zigarelli. He's the head of the Italian Democratic Party. He got the coronavirus. I mean, this is going to spook everybody. It's going to spook a lot of politicians and business people. They're like, oh, whoa, what is this? And so the problem we're having in this and what we've been saying on for four weeks, this is a deadly virus. It's very contagious, has a high r not factor. So what do you do? Oh, you know, we don't have a cure. We don't have a vaccine. So the answer is, and we've been saying this, this is why President Trump almost a month ago uh, shut down the flights coming into China. You want to drag this thing out as long as possible till we, till we find uh, a treatment, a successful treatment. And or also a uh, it's real hard to cure the flu, but you can treat it and then get people cured that way. Uh, or in a vaccine, the vaccine is likely we take, I've been saying nine months to a year. I think that's probably somewhere in there on that, just because I think it's going to, it's going to be almost a Manhattan type of project, a, a Apollo moon project type of program they're going to put in place uh, to do that. And so 
Well, if everybody, so this is a very contagious virus. So if if it it, it doubles very 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 quickly, and, and so what you run into is if if you, if you let this just as if we if we go about as business as usual. By next month, the hospitals will be completely overrun and the, and, the, and the healthcare system will collapse. But if we drag it out, if we have people try to self-isolate as much as possible, wear a glove, a mask if you've got it, wash your hands constantly, avoid contact with other people, we can drag this thing out one, two, three, four, five, five months. And so with that, that allows us to come up with, uh, with, with enough uh, uh, that allows us to get a treatment. Uh, the, the Gilead treatment's looking pretty promising, I think, and there's other treatments coming in and say, look, yeah, if you get it, unless you're just really sick, you're going to be just fine. Once people feel that way, they're going to be full more comfortable. But right now, we've got to drag it. The other problem we have is, and this is something that on the show we've been talking about for years, of the danger of China. We have, we've talked, you know, thank God Donald Trump became president and took on China. The, we said, look, everything is being manufactured over there. We've been effectively shut down from China because 80% of their manufacturing is shut down. The factories are still shut down or close to it. And even, even if they can get this stuff made, they're having trouble trucking it out of the, shipping it out of the country, flying it out of the country. The planes aren't going, so you can't even get it out of the country. But it's worse than that because 80% of our raw materials for pharmaceuticals, which are drugs, comes from China, even if they're made in the United States. 97% of our antibiotics, I, I find that number hard to believe, but I've seen it in other figures, at least 90% of our antibiotics come from China. Okay, we've been cut off on those. A lot of our masks, gowns, uh, gloves, those things come from China. We've been cut off. Uh, uh, on Maria Bartiromo's show last week, uh, Sunday morning, she said, look, uh, she'd heard that some of those ships had been turned around if they had medical equipment and brought back to China. So we have a, a, a tremendous shortages of masks. This is why you hear say don't wear a mask because they need them for the medical. We have shortage of gloves, all that type of stuff. So we need to have enough time to sit there and get those those things in place, which we're going to do. What we need is a wartime effort. And by that, I mean what you want to do is like we have mask factories in the United States at 3M. Well, it's a pretty good bet that they're moving heaven and earth to, A, increase production, add maybe one shift, two shifts, they're probably going 24 hours a day. They're probably trying to add other assembly lines there. They're probably flying in equipment. They're doing whatever they can to get the factories up. Same thing with everything else. The government's going to each one of these companies and going, look, we want all your product. We're going to take everything you can get. We're going to have keep it for health care so our health care system will hold up. We want you to double production. How much will it cost? What do you need? If, if, if there's a roadblock, call us up. We'll get it removed. This is going to take a wartime effort where everybody needs to pull together. And if we do that, we, we, I mean, I, I, this is not that big of a problem, but you've got, to, you've got to do that. That's what you're seeing behind the scenes. So on the front, Donald Trump shaking hands and claiming it's like the flu – but behind the scenes, when he gets into that boardroom in the White House, he's going, what's going on? What needs to be done? Why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we doing that? And so, but he doesn't want to worry people. So that's what you're dealing with. So we dragged this out for a couple months. Look, within a month, we're going to know what the clinical trials on. There's a number of drugs being tested, so we'll know the best way to treat it. Once we find the best way to treat it, then we can kind of get enough drugs in place, get everybody going. And this thing won't be, it'll be sort of like a bad flu, but that's a number of months into the future. So that's what we're dealing with. Now, the situation we have right now is, what do we do with the markets? Yeah, so I'm going to discuss that in a minute. But by the way, if you have any questions or comments, uh, give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. Uh, we'll be happy to answer your questions about the markets, about retirement. Just let us know. So, so what, what do you do here? A, a couple thoughts. Uh, the, 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 the final thing, uh, do we have a call there, Jennifer? Okay. Good. Uh, no, we don't. Not right now. Okay, thanks. We're operating remotely. So, uh, so looking out, what, what do you do in here? I, I think a couple things. We're going to get the coronavirus taken care of. 
we're going to have to limit limit people to uh, contact with people. You want to sit there, make sure you're protected. You can see a lot of people working from home. Business is going to slow down to some extent. And this is what we're dealing with with the stock markets. The stock market's at a record high level. I think you've got to be cautious. I think you have to have some cash on the sidelines. We've got a lot more than some cash for our clients, but I do think you have to have some cash in place. And what we're really looking at is is a market that's been very expensive and is uh, and really is, is in need of a correction, and, and it has very high le- debt levels. This week we had an emergency rate cut from the Federal Reserve of 50 basis points. That's the first rate cut, emergency rate cut, since the failure of Lehman Brothers in October of 2008. That's, you know, that tells you something right there. And if you look at the research, after after an emergency rate cut, the market a year later is typically down an average of seven and a quarter percent. I think the mean number, the medium number is down nine percent a year later. So, and the reason this is because if it's an emergency rate cut, it sort of means it's an emergency, you know, something's going on. And so, once that happened, you know, we knew right away we actually sold some things for a few people just because we knew it was going to sell off. And sure enough, it did because it, the Fed clearly was concerned. They're concerned about a credit crisis. They're concerned about the high yield market, and particularly corporate bonds. If you look around the United States, the U.S. consumer is in very good shape right now. They've got reasonable amounts of debt. They, they, they've got 3.5% employment. It's going to be a little tough in here, but they're in good shape. They're optimistic. If you look at corporate America, before this happened, the CEOs are pessimistic. They've been taking on huge amounts of debt uh, to buy back company stock with, and their, their balance sheets are over-levered. Uh, they're trying to move stuff back from China. They made a lot of bad decisions putting things in China, and they're just not sure what to do. Well, now... Here we are, the coronavirus is hitting, and, and as I write in, in Max Out Savings, this is the classic ant and grasshopper situation with corporate America. You've got some, some, a lot of companies out there, there have been a bunch of grasshoppers hopping around, buying stock all over the place, loading up on debt, keeping, keeping their debt levels just above in, uh, uh, investment grade, just above junk level so they can get as much leverage in the company as possible to boost their returns. And then you have more prudent companies, Apple, Google, some of there's a lot of companies out there that, that have, have basically have a lot of cash in the sidelines, reasonable amounts of debt. They're in pretty good shape. Some of these other guys are in real trouble. They never thought we'd have a recession. They always thought they, the Federal Reserve would bail them out. And, and, and they have the Fed put. And so if there was any problems, the Fed would push the economy back up. Look, a 50 basis point rate cut doesn't do anything for the coronavirus. If people are afraid for their lives, they're not going to go spend money. There's just nothing. You can take rates to zero. It doesn't make any difference. They're not going to spend money. So the Fed can engage in quantitative easing all over the place. But if people feel unsafe, it's not going to work. This is this is one of the things the, the Fed had the perfect. They were the perfect financial plan, financial planning organization, kind of like the Communist Party. It was going great. They, they were managing the economy. They kind of shifted away from a free market capitalist system over to more of a centrally planned economy by the Federal Reserve. The one thing the Federal Reserve couldn't do, they can't do is they cannot handle a virus. They cannot convince people to go out and shop. And the coronavirus is, is showing the weakness and the fallacy and the folly, quite frankly, of the Federal Reserve. And so we're not going to solve this problem with emergency cuts at the Federal Reserve. We're not going to solve this problems with quantitative easing. And by the way, the dream of the Federal Reserve, the one opportunity in this whole thing is they get to buy stocks, which they're desperate to do because they want to be able to buy stocks and get control of corporate America because they're socialists. And so they're going to try to buy stocks, but they're banned from buying stocks and corporate bonds right now, but they're not going to do it. The Federal Reserve is not going to solve our problems. I'm sorry, Ben Bernanke, even though I know you're not the Fed chairman. I know you're in there trying to push for the for Fed to buy stocks. The Fed will not – we will die if we, if we depend on the Federal Reserve. Of millions and millions of people will die if we depend on the Federal Reserve. If we depend on the American people, if we depend on the United States government, we'll get through this thing with very little problems. And, and so understand there's nothing the Federal Reserve can do. And so this is this is upon us to sit there and pull together 
find a cure. We've got the best medical facilities in the world. Uh, in our Max Out Savings Report, we sent out a thing of the top 10 uh, cities with the best hospitals. Five of the top 10 were, were major Texas cities, five of the top 10. We've got the best drug research facilities in the world. We've got the most innovative people in the world, and we have the most capable people in the world. So we're going to solve this problem. I, I'm very optimistic about that. But, but it worries me when I hear the Federal Reserve, because I know there's absolutely zero the Federal Reserve can do. And so you have to be cautious in here overall. Interest rates this week have, have gone down to, they've gone down to 0.72%. I can't even believe I'm saying the, the number. That's a record low rate. So if you invest money for, uh, if you invest money for 10 years, you're getting 0.72% uh, a year, which is just, it's just unbelievable. So record lows. People are running to safety. The big smart money, as we've talked about on the show for weeks, is running to safety. You should be the same way. So what? We're going to be right back. We're going to talk some more about that, some of the effects of that, uh, right here on the Max Out Savings Show. And by the way, if you haven't called us, 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back to the Max Health Savings Show. If you have any questions or comments, this is the last segment. You can get in here, 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. So what we are just talking earlier is uh, the 10-year Treasury is at uh, 0.07%, which means if you put a million dollars in, you're getting – what is that? Seven thousand dollars a year in a treasury, which is just unbelievable. And and, and, and short-term rates are likely to head to zero. So again, what we have is a a, a rush to safety. 
why are I mean the biggest money in the world is is running to safety, and, and so what we what we need to understand is is the coronavirus is clearly a problem. If we look what's happened in China, they shut uh, they shut down eighty percent of, of the manufacturing capacity. They're still not up anywhere remotely close to speed. Uh, uh, on CNBC, uh, Tillman Fertitta made some comments. You know, he's talking about the slowdown, and it really wasn't much good. But he made the comment they opened their Morton Steakhouse in Beijing. And the first day, they had zero sales. Nobody walked in the door. And so clearly people are very worried over there. So this thing is coming here. The same thing could happen. And so what what people are doing is, is they're flocking to safety. So what's safety? It's treasuries, short-term bonds. It's precious metals. Because uh, keep in mind, precious metals is safety, but the central banks are going to try to flood the world with money. Once once it starts getting over, they're going to inject huge amounts of money and huge amounts of fiscal st- stimulus to get things going. That is going to push down currencies. The dollars dropped quite a bit in here, and uh, actually precipitously from from mid February, uh, and, and, and so it's going to be very bullish for gold and silver. Gold this week, horrible market. The market's up a thousand points one day, down a thousand, although it's about even. The next, uh, gold was up six point seven five percent. I think that was yesterday. I mean, it just we're seeing huge moves up in gold. Uh, silver was up. Silver got hit earlier in the week a little bit, but it's coming back up. Uh, and I think you can still buy. I think gold is going to the old high of two thousand eleven, which is nineteen twenty three. I think it's ultimately going to go through it much higher. Uh, I, I think. When, when gold was at, at, at 1923, silver was at 43, and, and so I, I think in the in the in the low 17, in the mid 17 area, it's it's a pretty good value there. Again, uh, things were high quality balance sheets. Remember, one thing you want to keep in mind when you're looking at at your portfolio is the ant and the grasshopper. You want to own a bunch of ants. You want to own a uh, a, a you don't want to own the grasshoppers that have taken on a bunch of debt, have been reckless uh, with, with, with the corporate finances to hit the quarterly numbers and buy back stock. You want the ants. You want companies with good, solid balance sheets and good businesses that are going to weather it. And and so, yeah, this I mean, their earnings are going to go down, but they're going to just be right back and they're going to be stronger than ever. Uh, I, I think I, I think you should clearly have cash on the sidelines in here. And, and so I think that's going to continue. I, Companies that can do well, something like a Gilead, which is the their drug uh, uh, Rindesivir. Rindesivir. Well, you do not want me ordering your drugs, obviously, but uh, their 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 drug has some real big potential. We're going to find a number of ways to treat this, and, and so I think there's going to be a number of of, of ways to profit. Uh, the healthcare overall is tough for me to gauge right here because. If really, if there's such a big surge in this, you know, it's going to push off other types of surgeries. The UK is, is, is has come in and uh, they're postponing all non-elective, not important surgeries, and they're really trying to go full in, you know, for the corona. So I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work. So you want to be a little careful in the healthcare sector. I think we'll get some better ideas. There's lots of shortages of equipment from China, medical equipment, and we'll see how that affects things. Another thing we're going to see, we're going to see drop in prices of everything from cars, automobiles, raw materials, because a lot of companies just, they don't need that much. They're trying to, so so you're going to see just a lot of disruption in the economy. So you want to be in high cash, precious metals, short-term bonds, uh, government bonds in particular, in, in, in safe investments here. Companies that, you know, we like the farm sector. We think, the, you know, they still got to plant the, the seeds and everything for the for the year. And uh, honestly, I'd rather be on a farm now. So it's not, I think those are going to do well. Uh, th- those the type of things. This We're going to a new era of stock picking and away from the indexing. I think indexing is over. So I think it's something to see. Um, the other thing is to, to look at is 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 the corp. We wrote about uh, the, the corporate bonds. We just released our, our max out savings report uh, on Friday. We said, look, why did the Fed engage in emergency rate cut? There's, as we talked about on the show earlier, quite frankly, if you depend on the Fed to save you from coronavirus, it's going to be pretty bleak uh, because there's nothing the Fed can do. There's nothing they can do. 
it's up to the American people and the United States government, not the Fed. But the Fed is clearly worried about something, and we think it's a corporate bond market. We think it's starting to lock up. They're not – people are having trouble getting financing. The high-yield market's in trouble, and uh, oil prices have fallen to about $41. Oil was down 10% this week, and so the high-yield market's in trouble, and they're trying to stabilize some of these markets. The other thing we want to watch out for is are we going to see some derivative blow-ups out there? I think we will. I think you'll see some – some hedge funds and some different groups basically effectively blow up, so to speak, just because they were you know, taking on uh, insurance type of bets on the market and the market starts failing and they're going to be in big trouble. So there's going to see a lot of that next week. I think the volatility is going to continue. I think we're going to go down at a minimum and test the, uh, the December uh, lows of, uh, of December 18th, you know, that Christmas lows of 18 at the end of 18. And I think that's what we're dealing with. Now, the one one thing having said that is, is you don't know when the Fed, the, the United States and the Fed is going to come in with some type of rescue program. The problem they're running into for Wall Street, if they come in with a rescue program, what about all the people in, in, uh, in out there in restaurants and in, in entertainment and stuff? They're in trouble. What you know? What about the? Uh, what about? They should be concentrating on fighting the virus, defeating the virus, and so this is something. So I think you've got to protect your four hundred one k, your IRA, and all. It's one very few ways to do it. Everything is moving down in lockstep. Keep in mind, if you own the S and P five hundred, the the growth sector, the value sector, the, uh, the the European markets, the emerging markets. Uh, the China, everything is falling. China's done better because the government effectively told everyone they can't sell anything, <laughs> and, and and so it's it's up near to the highs, and they can only buy. You got to love the Chinese, but but uh, so so all the things are moving the same direction. So the the only non correlated assets are short term bonds, government bonds, gold and silver. Now, if you've got a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. We'd like to hear from you. That's 713-339-1070. Uh, now then, the, so, 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 so Ted, why not the corporate bond market? Rates are falling. It should be a good deal. Really, we talked about this in the Max Out Savings Report. The corporate bond market is the one sector of the economy that everybody is worried about because they've taken on so much debt. It's about, I want to say, 40, 50. It's near record high levels of corporate debt to GDP, higher than the last high in 07 in 99. Uh, also, if you look at it, debt to cash flow, uh, record high levels. And what's going to happen is, is this economy, we're going to sustain an economic shock coming up. That economic shock is going to cause a collapse in earnings and cash flow, which means these companies aren't going to be able to, in some cases, make their interest payments. They won't be able to cover their interest payments with cash flow, which means they're going to be downgraded, and it's going to be a vicious cycle of selling. The problem is when they sell here, remember, what have we talked about in the Max Out Savings Show for years? We thought a liquidity crisis was going to come. And it's not like the Fed where we put money in the system liquidity crisis. It's liquidity crisis because the selling is drying up. Okay. No one wants to buy. The the buying is drying up. Nobody wants to buy anything. Look, why did we have the market up 1,300 points on the Dow one day, down 900 points the next day, and then 1,000 up the next day? There's no liquidity in these markets. The market, the stock market, the Dow rallied 500 points in the last 30, 40 minutes uh, on Friday, again, no no liquidity. Everybody's out of the market. They're, so when groups start selling or when things start going bad, there's no buyers left. And so liquidity is going to be the issue. And my concern is how are these drops going to be affected by by ETFs uh, by uh, and, and by indexing? And, and if those people start moving in a herd mentality, which they appear to be doing, that could cause us problems. So again, you've got to be cautious in here, and you've got to have a, a safety plan in place. So I think that's some of the, the key things. We, we The question is what to do with – so a couple things. As we work through this crisis, the corporate bond market is going to give you some great opportunities. As we work through the crisis, the stock market is going to give you some fantastic opportunities to get really good income in here. But we, we've got to sort of get through that. And, and as I said earlier in the show, I've been really – just been really disappointed. You're trying the TV up until – 
the last day, yesterday, I really started hearing some panic from a lot of the the, the pundits. I, uh, I listened to Bloomberg and CNBC and Fox Business, and I really, particularly Bloomberg and CNBC, they really were starting to panic and get really frightened. And the problem is with the coronavirus, this is what we're running into, what we've always been worried about was it caught, people move in a herd mentality, they get frightened, and they don't make real good decisions. And that's what you're kind of seeing now. And that's when you can get kind of a panic. And that's what we've got to be real careful of in here. It, and it's been really difficult earlier in the week to hear these analysts and these money managers go, look, I'm buying here. I'm picking up a little bit here. I think this is an opportunity. Uh, you know, uh, most of them, quite frankly, were probably in way in much more than they would like, but they were trying to come up with something positive to say, look, there's pressure on me to be somewhat positive. No one comes and said, hey, Ted, you got to be positive, but you really don't want to sit there and sound overly negative, but you've got to give people the truth and you have to, you know, so they understand the situation. And too many people were talking their book, hoping that the rates were, that the market was going to come back. And it clearly wasn't. When you have people, when you have the, the virus in Seattle and you're hearing the streets are clearing out in Seattle, that's not the time to be buying into the you know, the dip in the stock market. I mean, it's just imprudent. And yet we continue to see that from people on, on TV. And so I, I, I think really that's, you know, I think it's, it's a time for caution. And I want, I want to emphasize what I think needs to be done is, and I think you're going to, I think you're going to see some type of emergency declared pretty soon within the next week or two. It really, it's not that, Things have changed that much, but you want everybody on the same page in the United States. You want everybody working in the same direction. You want everybody, if 3M calls up and goes, hey, I need some more, I need another robot, we're putting in another factory, the answer is, uh, you know, as soon as possible, and, and you go, I'll, and the answer is, I'll put you at the front of the line, we'll air freight it into you, we should be able to have it within a couple of days. You want everybody in the country working together. When we're, keep in mind. In World War II, we got bombed by by, Japan, by uh, Pearl Harbor. That wasn't a surprise to some people, but it was a surprise to the majority of the people and a tremendous number of people in Washington, D.C. and New York. And, it, and we were behind the curve. A bunch of our ships were blown up. Only by the grace of God, our aircraft carriers weren't. And, and so we had to sit there. And then we were at war with Japan and, and, and Germany. We didn't even hardly have an army. We didn't have, hardly have any Air Force. We had a little Navy, and yet we went from zero to to basically the dominant uh, player in the world within two years. And, and we had nothing. That The reason why uh, Japan attacked us and the reason why uh, Hitler went along is none of those people thought we could do anything. They never in a million years – they vastly underestimated the United States of America. It's, just, it's the same thing today. Here's it. Look, people do not understand once we really get something going and get everybody on the state, we can do unlike any other place in the world. Yeah, China can sit there and boss all their people around and lock them up inside and, and you know, uh, issue edicts and everything. They cannot do what we do because the difference is it's a capital it's, – it's, it's a communist uh, centrally planned economy. We have a free market capitalist system, and if we get everyone on the same page, there's some guy out there that's going to kind of cure for this that no one even knew who this guy was and thought it was impossible, and that guy is going to be the one to do it. And, and that's what, that is the key to the United States of America is our free market capitalist system in the innovation, which nobody even comes close. Kennedy said he were going to the moon in 10 years. People thought, yeah, you know why he said that? The Russians launched a satellite into space. They actually got a satellite to orbit the Earth, and like, oh, my God, we freaked out. And within less than 10 years, we had a man on the moon. No, but again, it's going to be the same thing. We'll get this job done, but understand it's going to take some time. It's like we a month ago we said, look, the Chinese economy is not opening up in, two, in a week. They're wrong. This thing is getting much worse. And we're telling you now we're going to get this thing solved. But it's going to take some time, and it, it's going to be very choppy and volatile for, for, for the financial markets because, quite frankly, the financial markets, unless they can help us solve the coronavirus, unless they can somehow build a, an N95 mass factory for 3M, they're not our main concern. And, and so this is – so look for something like that to happen. Don't view it as a negative, but understand it's a positive because we're all pulling together. They're going to start the process, and, and we're going to get this solved.
Now, a couple things I, I wanted to sort of run over uh, a little bit. Can we look? It's a possible we get a rally in next week in into the market. Uh, you know what I'm suspecting is everyone's hoping for a rally so they can they could cut their positions. I, it still bothers me. I still think you're looking at that low from from December of of 18. I just to me it's it's the stock. Yeah, a lot of these, particularly tech stocks, are are really overvalued. I, I don't think the Nasdaq has fallen as much as it should have. Because I think there's probably, since it's been such a hot market, there's been so many traders in it. I think there's been a real propensity for these people to kind of rush in and try to buy the market. Uh, and it's kind of like, just like 1999, people get, I remember 1999 in year 2000, I had friends of mine, they were buying Cisco the whole way down. Like, no, do not buy Cisco. Oh, no, it's a good buy. Do not buy Cisco. And they kept, I'm going to say, stay away once these things go down. I think the tech sector is broken. Uh, the coronavirus is a huge drag on earnings. Look, I, I just oh, I just am talking to people. App. I have a custom made uh, Mac being sent in. Uh, just left the factory Friday in, in California, and uh, you know, and even then, you know, they're hoping to get parts in. And they're not sure how many parts they can get. And they didn't tell me that, but but they're having to deal with that. So the coronavirus is slowing business down. A lot of companies can't get products out of China, which means there's going to be a drag on earnings for the uh, 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 electronics and technology companies. And a lot of these people, uh, they, their factories in China are shut down. So it, 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 I think it's, it's a double whammy. I think next week we're going to see a lot more earnings cuts coming in, a lot more warnings. Uh, I give an example. We just uh, I just got, got an email from United. If you, if you buy a flight to fly right now to the 31st, you can change the flight for free. So if you get nervous, they'll say, "Look, we'll, we'll, you know, you can change it and fly sometime in the future." And, and they, you know, they talked about the each time uh, everyone flies, they de- decontaminate the plane. Uh, they, you know, the, the stewardesses are wearing gloves. And if they find out someone has a coronavirus on the plane, the plane is pulled out of service. So I think we're making changes. It, you just want to be cautious in your. Go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, if you need help with your retirement. It's maxoutsavings.com. I'd like to help you out. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Remember that motto, save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week. 